Good morning. Hello. Good evening. Welcome back. Good afternoon. Musical Chaos, the podcast, episode three. Lost and found is what we're coining this one. Mm -hmm. Episode three. This is exciting. Great use of the word coin. You like that? that? I do. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what are you saying about... Um, the rule of threes. Please. Okay. We yes. weren't recording we last were, time when you said that. Right. So. We were very excited that this is episode three because rule of psychology and the rule of threes is anything that comes in threes is meant to be. So it's, I think, three days, three weeks, three months. Episode three has to be in that somewhere, right? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah. So today, lost and found, um, we are going to talk about how we've been lost for the last lord only knows 10 years eight years and now we have finally been found i feel like it was a slow progression into the found category but maybe we didn't recognize it in the moment you know the little elements that were creeping into our life and then all of a sudden we were like light bulb moment you know like aha exactly so let's oh you can hear a door that door shut okay well this is a good mic so that's great there are others okay so Let's rewind to 2012, and we start our own business. Yes, which was very ambitious because that is also the year that Grayson was born for anybody keeping track. Yeah. So we're, we were, were crazy like that. Crazy. Yep. Mm-hmm. So she, we are both cleaning homes um, during our college, college and interest. one day one of um, Ashley's friends said that you should make business out of this. Well, yeah, and she was nervous to bring someone into her home and had, like, put it out on Facebook, like, in mm-hmm. search of recommendations kind of thing. And I was like, I can do that. Exactly. And she was like, okay, that makes sense because I know you. You can right. come in and clean. I and so I you. did. This person also happened to own a, her own business at mm-hmm. the time. She was like, you could totally make a business out of this. I was like, that's fun. So we kind of sat down and shut around some ideas, mm-hmm. for lack of better terms, yep. um, and joked, essentially, until she took that joke to Facebook and was like, oh, I had the most magnificent experience. And then... And that was the start of it all. Really? Yeah. really. I mean, it I mean, really was. You were working at a hospital mm-hmm. at that time and you come home Which that I evening. I thought was my dream job. Right. Turns out it wasn't. You come home that evening and you're like, what would you say if I quit <laughs> and we, we started, started our business. own business? And I said, let's Deal. do it. <laughs> So that evening, I came up with a logo and a name and everything, and we posted it to Facebook that, I mean, literally that same evening, probably, yeah. and we blew up. With zero experience. I remember my we had no money. I mean, no money. We were, like, young, young, poor, really fresh oh start gosh. out of the gates. And I remember getting our LLC and my grandma needing to help us. Oh, my gosh. Because we're like, we can't afford this. How yep. do we get this? We have to be legit. Right, like 200 and some dollars <laughs> or something at that time to... To was get a big your deal. own LLC. Yeah. It was a huge deal. So we started, and overnight we became a business, and we were very, very busy. You were Always. busy all the time. Yes. But but the point was is that we decided we're going to make our own business so that we can be together more. Yeah, we're going to control our life, our hours. Right. That's funny. That's <laughs> that's what <laughs> that was the whole idea of this of this um, situation here, and it ended up not being the case. I mean, anybody who's starting out their own business in the beginning, you're obviously working 24-7 all the time, time. and that's to get it started, right? right? Well, it really does take that blood, sweat, tears, endless hours, endless days, nights, what have you. You're kind of at the beck and call of your business to establish a foundation, essentially. 
And that's, I, I think that's what makes it so great is when you're um, pouring your blood, sweat, and tears into all of it and you know that you really went from nothing to something okay. and you mm-hmm. built the reputation, mm-hmm. you built the standards, everything was based off of up. your work yeah. from the ground up and that's really how we became um, a cleaning company in the area that really was respected and at one point in time we realized that this was way too much for you to take on yourself I think that's a year or two years into that yeah, yeah. and so we needed to hire somebody and which was, was a whole new adventure a yes. whole new I don't think we really took in all the factors that were going to come with expansion right and we were like well I can't we're too big for this to just be on me anymore we're going to do this with staff well, right, and you success is contagious. I mean, it's you you become addicted to it. You see success, and you see this money coming in, and you you know the greedy side of us. We want more. Well, and for me, it was like I have this service that I've perfected, and I think is doing really well. Not perfected because it's always learning, but you feel like you have something great to offer people, and then more people come asking for it. And I'm not good at being like, no, thank you. Exactly. Because I, I want to give Especially them Especially when you're the starting same. out, how do you say no right. to people? You're like, no, I'll just work more. It'll right. be fine. Exactly. So instead of being together, we are not, um, not together no. all the time. And I become a stay-at-home mom for the next eight years now of I mean, our life. Essentially. And it, it was beautiful. I get to stay home with all of our kiddos. And I am overly appreciative for you being the one who has nice. been out of the house and working not that I haven't worked. Right. Um, You've raised I have taken humans. care of all mm-hmm. the website situations, yes. the, you know, contacting clients via email, that kind of stuff. Yes, that was it's a- kind of been what, and the scheduling, hiring. Yeah, we call you the brains and me the power. Yeah, exactly. So it's worked wonderful mm-hmm. until we realized that this no longer is making you passionate. I think we've had um, pivotal moments in our business where it's almost in like two year increments that will be like, I just, I can't do this anymore. It's exhausting. Well, it takes not just a physical toll, but a mental toll. I mean, when you're giving everything you can to make somebody else happy, and then you realize there are still individuals you just can't make happy, no matter the work that you pour in and that kind of physical labor, just to not necessarily be met with the gratitude you're hoping or, even just customer like constructive criticism. Right, it's customer service. And yeah. it is not for the week. No, it's not. And especially personal services, mm-hmm. it's it's a whole different environment. And we as people, we tend to complain more than we Come appreciate yeah. or more than we give a, a positive review. Mm-hmm. So many trials and tribulations of our business, um, hiring people we realize that okay we're taking this baby our business that we have created and we are completely trusting it in the hands of somebody else and you don't really realize that until your first negative feedback comes back from somebody else somebody else that uh, (gasps) completed the service in your name and you know it's your name nobody's mad at your employees they're mad at you because you're the face it's of the business and you 
happen to be the face of the business. Right. And it's essentially hearing that your children did something wrong. Like you've right. taught them the right and wrong ways and they still chose not to do it. And then you've got to apologize for them and make it right. And they blame you anyway. Right. And for me, this business has also offered a tremendous amount of things for me. I've made some crazy long lasting relationships with clients. Exactly. Um, I've learned a lot about not just myself, but business and homes. And it's been a beautiful journey for me. I'm not I'm not being ungrateful. It's allowed right, us a crazy difference in our lifestyle from 20 to 30 and, you know, so forth. It's allowed you to be home and provide for our family enough to keep growing our family and build a home. And it's beautiful. It's just finding quality help that matches your ideals and your standards and the scope that you provide as a promise to your clients. It's hard to expect that same passion Exactly. From your, when, from you're, your when you're not the owner, then of when the you created it, yeah, right. and it. It's and I think you were talking. To, I think you were talking to somebody else the other day that, you know, unfortunately, the stereotype of the business that we yes um, have created it doesn't necessarily attract um, staff members that yeah that might be looking at this as a, a career. Like we don't attract out of college we're ready to, to build a life and build this. a life yeah. in this you know we might attract a different crowd that not necessarily sticks with um a position that that's what we've noticed over well, the and last it's, it's not a lifelong years. career for people and that's okay i understand that i still i was raised in a way that it didn't matter if you were showing up for a interview for the janitor or the ceo you showed up the same you gave the same you offered the same respect and you held yourself to the same standard no matter the position and people aren't raised that way anymore right you know so i would say four years into our business mm-hmm. i mean going from our working out of our garage <laughs> to finally getting an office that's the size of a closet to getting an office that's far too big um, a lot it, of learning happened. Right. At, at one point in time, we realized that, okay, I think that we can get to a point to have enough employees for you to now come home and be the boss of your business, right. running your business yeah. instead of working your business. Mm-hmm. And so eventually we get to that point, And this is before Mavin comes into our life. And we get you home, and we're home all the time, and, and it's pregnant with Mavin. It's Mavin. wonderful. Yeah. It was it was great. This was our ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. And from this moment on, we realized that that those good things weren't able to ever stay stable. No. So in owning a business, the second that people started to not show up, it's you right. that has to. And go it's a in. roller coaster. You're like, yay, never mind. Right. Okay, we're okay. Exactly. Never mind. And it's back and forth nonstop. And it's it's hard because you as the owner can't plan anything. You know, right. for for instance, we would maybe plan a vacation away with our kids and then I'd have to have my phone the whole time because it would be guaranteed that something would happen where I would need immediate attention Mm -hmm. despite being on vacation and despite all the planning and everything like that, there would always be something. And I'm the one who has to take the slack. I have to take the unpleasant phone calls or meetings with clients when they're upset about something that someone else didn't hold up the work ethic that maybe I have. Um, And it gets frustrating. Right. So we're on this roller coaster for the past four or five years Mm -hmm. just of this up and down war we're getting you home then oh no we're got to go back to work all the time then getting you home then going back to work all the time and it's just it has taken quite the toll you I think more than me have gone through so many different 
emotional um, different you know situations throughout these past four years that weren't necessarily desirable but completely understandable mm-hmm. with having to go whiplash back right. and forth in this situation so I think this is where we realize that the last you know eight nine years of our life we've really been lost because we're at this goal to be together all of the time because obviously after Mavin passes away we realize that life is short mm-hmm. and I know that sounds cliche. And it's not guaranteed we literally went to sleep the night before he passed away with life being pretty euphoric. Right. We had gone out for dinner it was a great night life went normal we were sleeping with the kids life was just normal and we woke up to life being completely shattered and we realized just how you just never know you never know what the next moment's going to bring you never know if we have tomorrow if we have in an hour and it changed our perspective on a lot of things exactly and and i started to think that you you know you're you started as a baby and you grow up and you go through high school and all this stuff and you you know your main goal in life is finding your person that mm-hmm. you're going to spend the rest of your life with i was lucky and found you at 24 some people find them their their people earlier yep. than that. Some people don't find their people, you know, until way later in life. But we found each other pretty smack dab, you know, in right, a, in right a crucial out of our youth, portion think, yeah. of um, of growing up. And you know, if you really truly think about it, I think that is your goal to find your person, and then from that person to start a family mm-hmm. if you so so choose, or you and your person just being your family right. and and moving forward in life. Being with you is my ultimate goal. Spending my days with you, having experiences with you, mm-hmm. memories with you, and since we've had children, doing all of that with, with all yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. So how do we make that happen? Right? It's. It, I mean, people if, are thinking strip, now we're crazy. Right? If you yeah. strip everything down, though, that this is what the ever since we made the business is what this is has been mm-hmm. doing. We've been trying to work to get to this moment. Well, and that's that's the thing. That's the catch for me. I'm one of those free-thinking people who I was given a brain and gifted education and all of these things to essentially think for myself, right? To determine right from wrong, whether that's as a whole in life or if that's individual for myself. And I think that so often we're kind of conditioned and taught from very early on, whether that's a television show, our parents talking to us, um, a cart or not a cartoon, but, you know, like a book or something, we're always taught that we have to grow up, go to school, get an education, get a job, raise a family, work. Right. For what? Like, I want to work. Don't get me wrong. I'm so privileged that I'm able to work. I've had moments in my life where I can't work for various reasons, and it's debilitating. Like, it it takes away, like, almost like a right or a privilege that you have. And and so I'm, I'm privileged to be able to work. But I also am here to live. Exactly. I want adventure and life to be full of memories. If I'm at a nine to five job at a desk, I might enjoy my work, but I'm there for a paycheck to then support my real life, which is outside of those walls, which is the beautiful things that we do with our family, our children listening to them giggle because they experienced something new that we offer them, sharing my life and love with you, just being able to walk and even just hold your hand. Those are the moments that I'm craving more of. And I found that 
the more successful essentially that we became, the less I was getting those moments. And the money in the bank account didn't make me happy. The items in my home didn't make me happy. Well, right. And the, the more you were working or our business was working and we we're continuing to get more successful, the more things we were adding to our yes, plate yes. and the more expenses we're adding to create this like, now we have this whole monthly budget that right. is, you know, triple the size that yeah. it was before and so how how do we get to that point where you come home right well and i, I feel I, like i feel like there's not i mean not making this change there's not a way well and i feel like home. we also did you know we checked those boxes that we were given as children to prove our worth Mm-hmm. our success like we right. got this house and we built it and we have this business that makes x number of dollars per year and we have this many staff members and we have this rating on google and so therefore we are successful right right but but i at least personally i won't speak for both of us i didn't feel successful right. i felt still like i was missing something and then COVID happened and i feel like when COVID happened and we were forced shall mm-hmm. we say, yeah. to not go anywhere, not do anything, but really find happiness just within our own home, the home that we'd created, the people that we were surrounding ourselves with. That's when my true happiness was highlighted. And I was like, oh, okay, so this right here is what I've been missing. Exactly. How do I make this all the time? Exactly. So I, I, like, I challenge you, I challenge anybody to look into your significant other's eyes or your children's eyes and do you feel instant happiness okay some something that makes you passionate look into look at it or look into their eyes even if that's the mirror right look at yourself right do you get an instant flood of serotonin through your body i do when Mm -hmm. i look at you Mm -hmm. and when i look at all of our children and through that pandemic and through staying being forced to have our business shut down i felt an instant serotonin flood all, all the, the time. time. And then when I look at our business, not to say it does not make me happy because it does, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make me as yes. happy. And so it's time to stop well, and living even our, like our that. children are like that too, still to this day. So it's still winter and it's still cold. And I mean, it's unbearably cold where you don't go outside today. But our kids, even our, as young as our three-year-old, all the way up to our teenagers are like, oh, I miss our hikes. I miss this adventure that we did. I miss our bike rides. The things that cost us nothing to do, but just our time together are the highlights of their life exactly. right now. They don't care to go to some crazy trip somewhere or a crazy water park or they had fun splashing in the pond on a hike and those are their highlights those are the things that they're craving in this moment where we're not going anywhere and it's really eye-opening that it wasn't just us that was feeling lost and overwhelmed and overstimulated it was our children as well and now they've found that true happiness and it's remarkable because i think that is our our true legacy is raising them mm-hmm. and raising them correctly yes and being with them and allowing them to feel a sort of love that blankets them and mm-hmm. surrounds them and you know encourages them to be better people and to feel safe in their life and and that's this is what I want to do I think that we should have a long time ago stripped down our life and mm-hmm. looked at all the things that was costing us money that was causing you to go yes. to work more. And what we and and we should have eliminated those things. Mm-hmm. We should have eliminated those things a long time ago. But 
you know, you we live, were, you learn. Right. Well, and, and I we even, were lost and now we're found. I asked Ever the other day, so she's our six-year-old. I asked her the other day, I said, if you had to choose what you needed, what would it be? And she said, I would need my Maven Bear and my mom's and probably my makeup. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. That's right. all she wanted. Mm-hmm. And I thought, we are offering them too many things. I mean, too often they ask for a toy or something as a reward and then they don't play with it and it sits there and it gets tossed or it gets broken or what have you. And then recently we were doing kind of like a um, a competition, so to speak. And I said, and if we are successful, then we're going to get some, some prizes. And Evie said, can my prize be staying up and having a girl's night with my moms? Mm-hmm. She didn't ask for a toy. She didn't ask for money. She wanted time. Exactly. Newsflash, people. If you haven't figured it out already, the pandemic has completely changed your children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for, for Christmas this year, this was the first year that our children, not one single one of them could look at us and tell us a material thing that they wanted mm-hmm. for Christmas. Yep. And all of these things, like singularly and all together, added up to you know allow us to come to this decision mm-hmm. to change our life and to go tiny and to live with less and to focus on our passions and be with those passions for the rest of our and life it, it cultivates a different sense of family for us we've found different values and the more we strip away the the louder those are and it's it's changing them i mean even i think like two weeks into the pandemic into quarantine and the lockdown and things i said i am done refereeing so every time the children got in an argument, I sat them down and I said, we're going to work it out. You know, somebody would say, I don't even know why he's mad. Well, did you ask him? Right, we Basic communication. Let's sit and talk. Because these, this generation has gotten lost behind screens, whether that's at school, playtime, just leisure time. Mm-hmm. They're using a screen and they're hiding behind it. They don't remember how to communicate or read body language or listen to somebody's words. They're so quick to look for an instant resolution and we're taking our children back if that's what you're going to call it to simple tasks of listening to one another and expressing their own emotions and being okay offering that information and saying i don't feel okay with how you acted or even simple things of outside how are you going to use your hands to construct something let's be creative let's you know, use our brains and use our power and our muscles and let's use our bodies and let's think instead of just, I need something to occupy my time. What's an instant gratification I can seek? Exactly. This, I think this change is going to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. And so we just wanted to take you on a little ride of how we were lost. And now. And now we're found. Yes. I truly uh, and that's the inspiration is going to be beautiful and we cannot wait to take you on the rest of the ride and for you to see all the different myths we debunk and more reasons to why we're doing this and just a and lot more hopefully fun. we encourage other people to think for themselves what's really happiness in your home in your life in in your own self because it doesn't have to be someone else's. The only person that you cannot escape is the person in the mirror. Exactly. So at the end of the day, if you've been kind to others and you're happy with yourself, then nothing else matters. We definitely challenge you to go out this week and find one or three things that make you happy and how you're going to go get them. Keep them with you at all times and just focus your life around those things Absolutely. instead of things that you have to do. Just be happy, people. And have a spectacular week. We'll see you later.